Hi guys, welcome to the latest episode of this unbelievable life. Today I have my new friend Nate from Joe Brewski Coffee on with me. And for anybody that's been following along with my story with the farm, they have been kind enough to give us coffee grounds um, as part of our compost. So this is kind of where this this friendship and this relationship started. But like any small business owner, I love to hear how they started, what they're doing now, and just their story. So I'm going to turn it over to Nate and he can fill us in. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for having me, Nikki. So, um, Joe Brewski Coffee. It's a it's a coffee company. We're located downtown now. Uh, we've got cold brews main focus, so that gives us large batches of uh, coffee with big old bags of, of spent grounds that we can use to 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 share with folks like Nikki. We've got another farmer um, that comes in and gets some for for her grounds as well. Um, so, it's, so it's a cool thing to to offer. Um, helps us meet new friends that we might not have might not have made otherwise. Um, so yeah, we're, we're located downtown now. We've got a, an in-house roaster. So we've got a, it's a, it's called a mill city roaster. It'll roast, you know, about 20 pounds of coffee at a time. And we, uh, we get to process the raw coffee. So we get to pick our coffees from Brazil or Colombia or Ethiopia or wherever we choose and, and, and turn them into a product that we're, we're proud of. Um, but, but that's, that's where we're at now, but we, we've, uh, come a long way. We started in a basement kind of, kind of ratty and looking like this once upon a time. Um, it um, started in, started in an apartment that we we lived in. We, um, my wife and I got married back in 2011, but uh, in 2010, when, when I was in college, I was hanging out at a roaster up in Muncie and we uh, spent an amount of time hanging out there and we moved down to Evansville um, working in real estate, more multifamily housing. So we were buying, um, the company I was working for was buying apartment complexes and we'd look for the ones, the more plywood, the better and, and fix them up. And then we'd, we'd take care of the tenants for, um, and then move to the next property. So it was kind of a, kind of a cool business. Um, and, and that moved us down to Evansville. We liked Evansville. It was, it was about an hour from where we grew up. We grew up near Bloomington, Indiana, Bloomfield. Um, so I made it down here and it was, it was nice distance from home fun city and in a couple hours from a lot of neat places as well. So you can travel to Nashville, Bloomington, Indy, um, St. Louis, Louisville, um, over Cincinnati, kind of, kind of Ohio. And just, just visit a lot of neat, neat places within a, a good day trip range. Um, so we got, we got down here and moved to town in 2012. And at the time there were, there were some local shops, but most of them were um, still kind of, you know, like a traditional cafe, like you'd think of having. Um, so there's Abbey Abbey Road on North Main. There was a coffee cottage where Honeymoon on Weinbach is now. Um, Penny Lane, of course, and then uh, Beans and Barista there in the mall. But at the time, if you wanted to go get coffee that was freshly roasted, um, like we were getting getting spoiled with, getting used to in Muncie, there really wasn't a good good location locally. So we we drive to Nashville or order something from online or um, head to, uh, there were a couple spots in Bloomington at the time you could get it or Louisville, but like you had to drive about two hours to get a good cup of fresh coffee at the time. So um, started roasting in our apartment as you should um, with a, uh, a little paint gun and a, a whisk. So it's it it like a, a hairdryer that you get at Home Depot to, to peel the paint off of something. Um I was like, man, we're we're onto the big leagues now. People are gonna have their their lives changed with every cup of this coffee. 
Um, so I was set. I was going to start taking some entrepreneurship classes and get ideas on how to do this. And uh, Debbie, W. Dewey was teaching a Kaufman class down at the, the 318 uh, Innovation Point building. And we uh, learned math, which was tough because <laughs> math doesn't lie. Um, so we we're like, okay, sweet. If we want to make X number, I can sell hundred pounds of coffee at this much and, and make $5 a bag, whatever it was. If I want to quit my job, I just have to sell hundred pounds of coffee a week. I was like, sweet. So got an order for 10 pounds from a, a friend. I was actually, actually his company this week. So we still take care of him, but better. Um, he ordered 10 pounds and it took me something like 30 hours to, to rock that out. So I was like, okay, 30 times 10, I need 300 hours a week and I can quit my job. I was like, sweet. We can, <laughs> this doesn't work. Um, so we got into, to looking at like, okay, how do we, this is an obstacle. Like, do we have thousands of dollars laying around to buy equipment? Um, young married couple, like we had $20 around for hot dogs and like some zucchini, you know, like <laughs> there wasn't much happening. So I started looking at other ways to do coffee and in cold brews, one of those things that we were like, this is a way to make an awesome product. We can make it scalable. I mean, we made it in Mason jars, um, still making it in Mason jars from time to time and then moved into to bigger containers. So, I mean, we're doing 30 gallon kettles now, which is, that's, you know, that's using the same amount of time, but just, just larger filters, larger bags of coffee, um, Actually, for anybody who's who might be unfamiliar with cold brew, it's like making sun tea with coffee. So you, sun tea, you take tea bags, you throw them in, you leave them out on the patio when you're doing whatever, come back and take the tea bags out, you get tea. That's what we're doing with cold brew. So cold brew coffee is made exactly the same way. Um, it's not iced coffee. If you want to get real, real pinky out in particular with it, iced coffee is brewed hot and then put on ice in it. And it's not the same chemical changes, but that's just side note if you want to get real Real finicky, real picky. Um, so, so cold brew scales. So that's something that I was able to do and drop some coffee in, in the afternoon and the evening and then come back and take care of it the next evening. And then I had 10 gallons of product that I could take to a, an event and serve people by myself relatively quickly. Um, because you know, we were doing some pour overs and stuff like that at the time. And like, okay, if I have, it's, it's the same math problem. If it takes me four minutes to make a cup of coffee, how many people can I serve in, in an hour and 60 minutes? And you're like 15 people. I can change 15 people's lives in the next hour. Like is, is what it comes down to. So with cold brew, you do the same math. Okay. It takes 35 seconds. And you're like, okay, 120 people is who, how many we can serve um, in the same hour. And it's like just, just the ability to, figure out what those, those numbers are for how many widgets does it take to do what you'd like to do. Um, so got into doing some markets. We bought a, bought an old recycled tricycle on the, the side of the highway in Boonville. Um, there's a industrial trike. It's made by worksmen, like some of the whirlpool factories, things like this. They'll use those for further maintenance guys to get around the, the plants. Um, so it's a really cool bike. We've, stripped it down in the, the garage and painted it up. And that was kind of a fun project on its own. Um, and then we put, put kegs in the back of it and got it licensed, found commissary kitchen, which was more difficult. And it's, it's everybody's 
struggle to find the kitchen, but we, we found a, found a way to do that and get, get legal and all those things. So no more bootlegging growlers of coffee for cash in the back of parking lots. Um, but started doing markets and then, then started very quickly after that, picking up wholesale accounts where we could, um, take kegs of coffee up and, and set fridges up for folks and they could serve the coffee to their customers. Um, and we could visit them a couple times a month and, and make sure they were refreshed on product. So from, from about, um, that would be probably 2014. Actually, I'm probably off a couple of years, but 2014, 2015, that kind of range is when we started doing, doing wholesale. Um, most of that was up in Bloomington. So, so a ways away from, from, Evansville. Um, but just, just had some connections up there that we, we got in and, and, uh, did good business. So, um, that, that kept growing, kept doing markets, kept doing, um, still working full time and, and working overtime and all the things. And then, um, 20, 2019, 2018, I don't remember my year, um, decided I'd go ahead and take the jump and go full-time into coffee and then found out jump too soon. <laughs> like you know, all the math didn't matter when you started having like, okay, we actually have to pay bills still. Um, and, and had a friend who actually hired me on as a, uh, a program manager. So I'd moved from apartments into commercial construction, doing like um, storefront installations of, of glass and glazing and, and really, really cool industry. Um, but just one of those that, that I was, ready to get out when it was time to get out. Um, cause it's, it's, it's fun, but you look at the guys who are doing that full time. You're like, is this in 20, 30 years, is this, this who I want to mature into? Like, is this what you want to look like? Um, and it, it fits somebody, but it just didn't fit me. So, um, but that, that led to another spot where I was able to be a program manager for a, an online like tech company and, and then 2020 happened. So there was like this, this thing where like, okay, you're actually more secure because you're online already. Um, so we were able to take care of our family through that, which was just a absolute godsend. Um, but then because we had this history in bootlegging growlers, when all the other restaurants and things were going like, what do we do? We were able to raise our hand and say, Hey, we deliver growlers. And we were able to bootleg coffee to people's doors, doing the zero contact delivery, all this um, to help people get coffee during, during um, quarantine while everybody was locked up down. So led for really, really unique growth, growth opportunity for us. Um, so, I mean, we, we did good business through the year and then um, opened our store downtown. So we're looking for another kitchen to get, get into and, and found the spot here. And it's just been an absolute, absolute blast. Um, we're right across from the signature school. So we get a lot of students in here to, to come and visit. Uh, we get students from the Stone Center that come over and um, between classes, we'll get something. But we've also got a lot of professionals downtown that, that are wandering around and, and looking for new places to try. So we've got a very unique kind of kind of audience here where we have both professional students and um, and my friends who are neither. No, <laughs> neither professional nor students. Um, no, but that's, it's, that's kind of what's led us to, to where we're at today. We still do some markets here and there. We do a lot of, um, a lot of 
slightly different, but still similar than other shops. Like we're still doing coffee. We don't have espresso machine. Even today we have a, a hot dripper that we, we drip coffee in, um, on those cold days. And then we've got, um, but we'll, we'll go and spend a lot of our time taking coffee to people. So, um, yesterday we were taking care of a corporate event that was, it was five, 600 people and we were able to go and take care of them. Um, we've got offices and meetings and stuff like that that we cater to. So we'll take hot boxes if somebody's having clients in town and we'll take them some hot coffee. That's a little more than they're able to make on their, their office pot. Um, you know, so we've take care of networking meetings and things like that for the area. We'll drop them off coffee and, uh, maybe a growler of cold brew here and there, um, to kind of supplement or if teachers are having a, teacher appreciation week we take a lot of keg graders out and we drop off keg graders full of cold brewer sodas or lemonades and and the teachers get to have a a nice treat or um just just other unique ways to to make coffee accessible wherever you're wherever you're sitting um so we spend a lot of time going to people instead of expecting people to come find us very nice. Well, I love hearing that story and I love hearing how other small businesses build themselves up. And I, I love hearing not only that, you know, you guys are successful now, but, you know, you started part-time going into it. it as kind of a side hustle on top of what you were doing. That's very much what I have done in my, mm -hmm. my career, building up my real estate. So I find that so inspirational to hear another person telling their story. What else would you love to add? Um, the last year has been really, really interesting because we've been um, building a team. So, I mean, for a long time, it was it was myself and I had an, another business partner for a time. Um, but now we're into kind of team building and that's been fantastic. So, so I'm actually spending less and less time making the coffee myself, which is kind of like a, there's a little existential crisis there for a little while. Like if I'm not making the coffee, what do I do? Um, like I'm like, yeah, what do I do? Um, but we're we're actually taking some courses. Um, they're through a program called Giant. We're taking altitude training with Extend Group. They're a organization directly next door to us here. Um, it's kind of a kind of a modified Myers Briggs, but it's applicable. So you've got like tools that are like, okay, are you are you healthy in what you're doing? Like, are you doing? You need to do things that that fill you, but you need to do things that challenge you. Are you balanced in what that should be? Um, are you healthy on all sides? Like financially, are you healthy personally? Do you have enough purpose here and clarity here and what you're supposed to do at Joe Bruski? Do you have um, security at home with your other relationships? Like, because all these things play into being a complete person. Um, so we're spending a lot of time with team building and like, and that makes an environment here. That's just fantastic to, to come and work. Um, it's, it's made me have to, to look at broccoli in my teeth and go like, Hey, we've spent a lot of time on uh the business here, like there's, there's some time to put things back into balance and spend a little more time at home, you know? So, I mean, that eventually would turn into a, something that was affecting how I was working here. Um, so we're, we're spending a lot, of, a lot of team building time, which is fantastic. Getting right people into to right places to do awesome things. Like we've got um, guys who are a lot, a lot more intelligent than I am doing a lot of cool things that, that help kind of, kind of, kind of boost the business up. And I'm excited to see where we're going with it. Um, we're, we're about um, 16 weeks into a, like a 52 week course on this, this kind of leadership and like team culture, kind of how to, how to communicate on this. And it's, it's a, it's a cool journey to be on. Um, 
so a lot of, a lot of cool things we're getting getting excited about what's what's on the horizon that is absolutely awesome now if they want to find you online where do they go uh we've got facebook we've got instagram uh we have email i check that as infrequently and inconsistently as as to be expected um but it is there and one day it will get answered um uh, but yeah, face, Facebook and Instagram, we've got multiple people monitoring that, that they can help out. <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. Well, Nate, thank you so much for sharing your unbelievable life and everybody y'all need to go down to downtown Evansville and check out their coffee or reach out to them on social media for more information, because like he said, they do big scale events. So whether you're bringing in teacher appreciation or have an, a meeting event, a wedding um, this is the perfect addition to that. Nate, thank you so much for sharing your story. And thank you guys for listening to this latest episode of this unbelievable life.